0: We're in, we're in, we're in trouble now.
1: We're in trouble now. Hello and welcome back. I hope everybody had a great week. It's Robert and I sitting in the kitchen once again and it's Robert's week to actually share a subject. So I'm super excited to see what he's going to have to say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So last week we, you had talked about, um, you know, like kind of like getting in your head and kind of mm-hmm. things like that. And so throughout the week, you know, obviously it's my turn to share this week and you were asking, have you got a topic yet? No. Have you got a topic yet? No. Have you got a topic yet? No. And it got me thinking like, well, why don't I have a topic? Like, why am I putting it off? And so my topic this week is, is going to talk about why we procrastinate and like procrastination and things like that. And, um, I, I think this this really resonates because like uh, there's certain things that I'll procrastinate and there's certain things that I'll like immediately do. Mm -hmm. And there's like this weird, there's this weird divide about like what I, what I will make time for, like what I'll put off. And I actually found a really cool article on from the New York times and it's titled, why do we procrastinate? And the article is actually really cool. The the person who did it wrote an incredibly well article and they, you know, they did Mm -hmm. their research and they, they interviewed a right amount of people. Basically it says the article states that it's not about being lazy. The article goes into saying that etymologically speaking, procrastination is derived from the Latin word procrastinare, which means to put off until tomorrow, but it's more than just voluntarily uh, delaying the procrastination. Uh, It also is derived from the ancient Greek word um, act, across across i don't know it's a hard word i don't speak greek okay. uh, which means to be doing something against our better judgment and the article itself is actually really cool because it's not really necessarily talking about us being lazy or like you know like being unmotivated and things like that it's actually like uh it's a it's a like a variation of like um uh, it's like a like a mental block kind yeah. of thing. So like you, you, if you're procrastinating, you're not necessarily lazy, but you're also kind of like uh, it, it calls it self-harm, um, which I think is really interesting.
1: Right. It kind of goes back to um, kind of like, you know, how like last week I was mm-hmm. saying how I find that I think I was stopping myself from starting because mm-hmm. it was bringing up like childhood kind of like um, disappointments. Mm -hmm. Is that something like what procrastination is, do you think? Not
0: necessarily like childhood disappointments, but, but that disappointment of like, oh, what if they don't like it? Or what if this is bad? Or what if like, what if like something like that? Or like, oh, I just don't want to do it. You know, that feeling of like unmotivation. Um, It's really interesting because like the article goes into saying like all these different things about like, you know, it still needs to be done, but the more you're putting it off, the more you're like hurting yourself in the long Mm -hmm. run. And I thought it was really interesting because it resonates and there's a couple of really good parts. Um, But it goes into saying that it's self harm says Dr. Pierce Steele, a professor of motivational psychology at the University of Calgary. And it says, the article goes into saying that self-awareness is a key part of why procrastinating makes us feel so rotten. When we procrastinate, we're not only aware that we're avoiding the task in question, but also that doing so is probably a bad idea and yet we do it anyway. So it's mm-hmm. like, and, that, and that's why it resonates resonate like with self-harm because we know what we're doing. You know, like you know that you're putting it off. You know that you're not actually starting it. And it's really interesting to see like that cognitive like decision to not do it, even know that you, you know, you're doing the wrong decision.
1: So let me ask you this. I mean, in your research and everything, did you kind of like take that and kind of like try to ask that question to yourself? Mm -hmm. Like, why am I putting this off? Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, you know, I think, I mean, that's the thing though is I think everybody procrastinates. And so like, this is a thing that like this, and one of the reasons why I chose this topic is because it's not just for like one person or like this yeah. this quality of personality type, but everybody literally, everybody procrastinates. And it's really interesting to see that.
1: See, no, I I agree with you completely because mm-hmm. I, I think that there are some things out there that, you know, you just don't want to do. I mean, you don't want to pay taxes, so you procrastinate on going and getting your taxes done. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you have to say something to somebody that you know you don't want to say. Mm-hmm. But do you think that there's like a big difference between procrastinating on getting your taxes done and then procrastinating like in things in life that you know you need to do but more like on a subconscious kind of daily basis. What do you mean? Well, I mean because I know that for, you know, procrastination has for me um, you know, I was always procrastinating as a kid, but I I felt like, you know, looking back at it now, I procrastinated a lot because I was just mentally tapped out. Sure. You know, so that's a big difference between like I don't want to pay taxes and just like I mentally don't have any more to give and I can't do this school project.
0: I mean, I don't I don't see the difference. I think they're I think they're one and the same. I think procrastination whether it be micro or macro is still that same kind of cognitive like decision making where like you know like you know, oh, I I, I should be doing this and it doesn't have to be so big as like taxes, but like oh, dude, I should be cleaning up the house, but you're like, but you know, maybe just one more episode and i and I think that you know to be like to say that like you're like tapped out or you don't want to I think is it's a it's a coping mechanism to to finding excuses to not doing something, really, yeah, I think so, you know because because I mean think how much better we feel when the house is clean, you know that way we're always like, oh the house feels so good, it feels awesome, but what happens when we don't clean it? the house you know we feel kind of you know yucky or we feel like you know a little cluttered, and we just mm-hmm. we're a little anxious, and I think by giving us that a that that, that that out to like be like oh no we'll just i'll just clean it tomorrow or like i'll just clean it after mm-hmm. this episode and one episode leads to two i think i think it's a way to like validate you not doing something
1: so now trying to again kind of like um kind of dive deeper mm-hmm. so you were procrastinating on picking a subject mm-hmm. But do you know why you were procrastinating to pick a subject?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can think of multiple reasons. One, like you talk about is time management. I just didn't have time and I didn't allocate the, you know, I, I, I knew I could find a topic, but I didn't put it in the forefront of most important things. And then one thing led to another and then it just kept getting buried and buried and buried. Um, another thing is, you know, when we do these topics, it, it forces us to kind of look at it. You look deeper in ourselves and mm-hmm. sometimes it's not easy to do you know sometimes it's 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 easier to put that off than that self examination so there's, a, there's a multitude of things of why I was procrastinating and, you know, and like, like the article says, it doesn't make you feel any better the longer you put it off. And you See, know, I
1: think it makes you feel worse.
0: That's that's what this article and that's, that's my point ma- making is that it makes you feel bad, mm-hmm. you know, because like it, it, you, by putting it off, you're not really helping yourself in any means. So, so. It,
1: it's kind of like emotional cutting. You're, you're emotionally yeah. hurting yourself.
0: Not to that degree, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a, a very small version of it.
1: You see, because I think like if you, you procrastinate on something, you just always have kind of like this sense of disappointment. Uh, yeah. Because you're disappointed in yourself for not doing it.
0: Which, yeah, which is what the article is saying. Um, so it's really interesting. And then it goes into saying, this is why we say that procrastination is essentially irrational, said Dr. Fushia uh, Sorrios, professor of psychology at the University of, Sh- of Shefield. She feels a Sorry. It says it doesn't make any sense to do something, you know, is going to have negative consequences, which is basically putting it off. And it says she added people engage in this irrational cycle of chronic procrastination because of an inability to manage negative moods and the ta- uh, around the task. And it says procrastination isn't a unique character flaw or a mysterious curse on your ability to manage time, but a way of coping with challenging emotions and negative moods induced by certain tasks such as boredom, anxiety, insecurity, frustration, resentment, self-doubt, and beyond. So it's basically just kind of triggering those kind of those feelings and those emotions, right? See,
1: because in, in, now I'm I'm just trying to yeah. like dive deeper. Mm-hmm. But from how I just heard that, how you read that, mm-hmm. to me, it's like there's some sort of negative emotion attached to the task. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you procrastinate. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what the article saying is that like let's say, for example. Um, so
1: that's but okay, just to be the devil's advocate, okay. that's totally different than time management. one's an emotional feeling, and the other one is I just don't have time
0: uh, yeah, but like if that was the thing though, but like you you can use this I don't have the time as an excuse yeah. as a crutch, so that in itself is a is a would be different.
1: So you can set there. Okay. So you can set there again. Let's just use the example of finding the topic. Okay. So you're finding the topic and you find yourself procrastinating, Mm -hmm. whether it's you or me. Mm -hmm. So we can say in our mind, well, it's time management, Mm -hmm. but deep down inside the reality is, is that there's a negative emotion attached to that task. And that's why we're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: for example, you know, things are all, I I feel like, you know, life just moves really quick and Mm -hmm. then finding a topic and researching the topic and doing the podcast in a sense kind of makes me feel like I'm always rushed. And so that rushingness gives me anxiety. Feeling rushed gives me anxiety. So I associate that feeling with finding a topic sometimes. And so I'm like, oh my God, okay, so so Saturday or Sunday, I got to do this, 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 this. And I get that overwhelming feel of anxiety sometimes. And that emotion leads me to like, oh, well, I don't want to deal with that emotion at the moment. I will, you know, I'll pick this up later. I'll pick this up closer towards the due date.
1: See, that's really cool that you're like, it just kind of like one more thing on your plate that's already so full
0: yeah exactly you yeah, know yeah. mm-hmm. and then but you can also but you can also use like the oh well I just don't have time or I'll have time on this date and then you kind of just push it off the exact same thing with like cleaning you're like oh well, I'll just do it tomorrow because I'll have this time and then that procrastination leads you know because the house still isn't clean the topic still isn't found so that that feeling is still there but it's just buried under more anxiousness
1: right because I mean truthfully I mean as a as a human being we know like you know if the house is dirty you have to clean it. But if there's like something, again, that's like emotionally blocking your ability to do it, it's, you know, it's really important to see what it is that is that underlying trigger emotion. Sure. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. example,
0: like back in the old house, we we never really cleaned and we never really cleaned mm-hmm. because I, you know, it was just this, it was just a, um,
1: Well, we never cleaned because I was an alcoholic and I didn't have, and I didn't clean the house. Mm -hmm. As a child, it was not your responsibility to clean the house. It was mine.
0: No, but what I'm, what I'm getting at is that we never cleaned it. And because we never cleaned it, that, that sense of like, oh, well it's now it's really dirty. And so we just kept, we kept moving that, that start date farther and farther and farther because, you know, the, the, the procrastination just built up so, so much of us not cleaning because it's super easy to clean a house when it's cleaned regularly. But when you don't clean something for a while, you're like, oh my gosh, now this task got bigger and bigger and bigger. And that procrastination led to like this really big mountain, which would otherwise been super easy to do. So like the alcohol, the, you know, the alcoholism and, you know, and growing up was hard, but that ultimately like, you know, that could have been alleviated if we like didn't procrastinate on cleaning so much
1: to me. I think that the it's, it's like, um, it's like black and white. It's like apples and oranges. I mean, because I mean, for one thing you're, you're dealing with a, with an emotional illness, you're dealing with addiction And Mm. rational thinking is so far out the window. I mean, if you, if you want to take a deeper dive on that, Robert, I was thinking about how, you know, I went to the dentist yesterday and I'm so proud of myself for going to the dentist every Mm -hmm. three months, getting my gums cleaned because when I was drinking, I never went to the dentist and and my gums were wrecked and it wasn't because I was procrastinating because I had negative emotions. I just didn't care enough about myself that... You know, I didn't care if my teeth fell out of my head or yeah. I didn't care if the house was cleaned. You know, I cared, but it was like I had such a heavy burden of addiction on mm-hmm. my back, I couldn't I couldn't even start. You know. Every time I started cleaning, I opened up a beer. And yeah. by the time that I was through my first six pack, I was already done cleaning, you mm-hmm. know. And so there to to me something like that. I mean, we could definitely take that scenario into this house where I'm, you know, we're sober mm-hmm. and here we can apply that. Yeah. But I, I personally think mm-hmm. that the subject or the, the root of that wasn't procrastination. That was, that was just addiction.
0: Yeah. But the, but it's not, it's not as cut and clear as that though, because like a procrastination, like you said, like you, when you started cleaning, you cracked your first beer, you know, you, you found a, a reason to stop cleaning or, or there was like that, that they like, oh, okay, well, this is a good stopping point that procrastination of picking it up later. You know, so that's I think. That See, but
1: but you're thinking like I had a rational thought, okay. and I didn't have a rational mm-hmm. thought of picking it up later. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to drink, sure. and you know what? And then that led to me just setting out on the back porch, drinking and smoking for the rest of the mm-hmm. afternoon, or heading to the casino. Okay. See, because my my good intentions went out the the window, mm-hmm. not by any sort of rational thinking. Okay. You know, it are uh, the. There was good intentions going into mm-hmm. it, but there was just, the addiction was bigger and badder and stronger than the good intentions.
0: Sure. But you still started the act of cleaning and then you still put off the act of cleaning because you said like we never really finished it. Yeah. So we put it off, which is procrastinating. You see what I mean?
1: See, I, I, to me, I, and I, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm debating, I'm not arguing, okay. but I am thinking that procrastination in my mind is something totally different. I mean, procrastinating, we could procrastinate in this house. Sure. You know, we, you know, I'm sitting here looking at the fans on the, the, um, ceiling fans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, that's kind of dusty. But mm-hmm. you know, we've said that a couple of weeks and we're procrastinating on mm-hmm. getting the ladder and cleaning it. Sure, You know, it's a rational thought in a healthy mind mm-hmm. that I'm putting off. Okay. That is not the train of thought that I had during my addiction and during your childhood. Mm -hmm. So there was no rational thought. I mean, I was going through the motions of just kind of like, like a puppet. Like I knew I was supposed to be doing these Mm -hmm. things that, you know, were necessary to keep a house up, but there was no like, like there was no sense of like, I want to live in a clean house, you know, you never
0: wanted a clean house.
1: It, it wasn't important. What was important was the beer. What okay. was important was was quieting the voices in my head. Okay. I mean, there there was just such a dark... There was just such a darkness about me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Robert, I had beer cans next to my bed that were so old. They had freaking um, mildew in them, okay. you know? That's not rational thinking. That's not something where I'm going to be like, oh, I'm procrastinating throwing those away. It was just like a darkness Mm -hmm. where there was no rationale of good, bad, or, you know, good and evil or good or bad. So I get what you're saying about procrastination, Mm -hmm. but again, I am going to, um, I'm going to argue the point that when you are not mentally sound, there's different rules.
0: Like what? Okay. So then what would be a rule as an alcoholic? What's, what's a rule that you put on yourself?
1: Well, as far as, um, um, Procrastination. Sure. My entire life was procrastination. So,
0: but but you. So then we agree. Then that there was procrastination in the other house when you were drinking.
1: By because of my mental illness. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but there is a big difference between being sober mm-hmm. and being cognitively aware of my daily um, my daily functions okay. and wanting to keep my house clean. Okay. I can procrastinate on a chore. Mm-hmm. And I you know, I didn't truthfully I'm wondering, I'm like, why haven't I gotten the ladder and cleaned that out? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thought. To being like living it, it's like living in a in a bag full of tar. Okay. You cannot see out. And I just I'm I'm like trying to like put myself in my body on a Sunday morning in the old house. Okay. When I was drinking. And there was it, it was like, it was like mayhem in my head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was never any procrastination because there was never any starting. There but, was
0: but we did start, though. I mean, like you said, you said you would start cleaning and then with you crack your first beer. And then by the time you were done, you were already like a six pack in. So there was a starting point. Right. So like in like in like there's times when I remember you trying to do yard work. There's times when, I, you know, there was an act of trying. I
1: always started and that's, I never so, finished.
0: That, and that's procrastination.
1: That's addiction.
0: How is that ad- starting and not finishing is not addiction
1: really okay, because you know what it's like to me and i you're allowed to have your different point of view okay but you know what if I were to start cleaning tomorrow morning mm-hmm and I decided to stop, mm-hmm. it is my decision. I have the control over my body and my mind to stop and do it later. Okay. I'm telling you right now, when we were in the other house and I was drinking, I did not have that control. Okay. So there is no active procrastination. There was a, there was starting an addiction, mm-hmm. but there wasn't starting and then procrastination.
0: But like that's but like that that uh, that method of thinking is like you were like well I'm not responsible of when I was drinking because I was in a different state.
1: I you know? was. Do, you know what? Do you really think that I would that I had the same rationale then as I do now? I was in a completely different state. Okay. I just told you I didn't go to the dentist and my teeth were my my gums were were my teeth were practically falling out of my head. Sure. That is, you know what, Robert? That is to me that is a sick person in a sick mind Mm -hmm. who's not thinking properly sure you know and it's i can't sit there and say that that person is going to make the right decisions Mm -hmm. i mean because there is what they're going through i'm not making excuses no you know but i'm just saying that there's different rules that apply to somebody who's addicted i mean it's like going down the streets of san francisco and being like dude why haven't you taken a bath you know because he's sleeping on the street completely you know overcome with addiction okay you know the same rules don't apply to him than the businessman walking down the street one is physically and mentally wrecked and the other one knows from right from wrong from good from evil you know and that's just the whole thing
0: but like okay so like we'll just we'll use alcohol and drinking as an example right so if you're like oh well i'll stop drinking next week i'll stop drinking this week next next beginning of the next year is when i'm going to stop drinking and you don't stop drinking what, what what is that
1: that is addiction. Are
0: you not are you not procrastinating though? Like because I don't I don't think I mean I think we're arguing different points but but I still think the rules of procrastination apply to people who do have addiction.
1: Okay. Well, you know what and again, I mean, I'm going to respect your your different point of view. Okay. But every time I said I was going to stop and I and I didn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't procrastinating, I wasn't strong enough to actually do it. See, I I personally think procrastination has more of a You know, like I said, and maybe I'm looking at it more of like the procrastination where you're like, oh, God, you know what? I really don't want to call Betty because she's going to talk forever. So I'm just going to call her tomorrow. I'm thinking of that kind of procrastination. Sure. You know, and to me, not calling your friend that you know you need to call Mm -hmm. is completely different than not being able to stop an addiction that is controlling your life. Okay. You know, that's just, and that's just my, you know, and again, that's just my point of view. Sure. From living it because I mean there was never a time that I I purposely um, stopped mm-hmm. that that cleaning I mean of course I wanted to have the perfect house and I wanted to be the, the good mom and you know, make sure that if I started laundry, how many times did I start laundry and get drunk and then forget to take it out of the dryer and had to rewash it like three times? Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't because I decided I didn't want to do it. It It's because I was passed out on the couch. And then when I woke up, I forgot what I did. That's to me, that's not procrastination. That's somebody who's struggling with an addiction. Okay. You know, but
0: then like, okay, but like how those rules would apply to Brandon and I then too. Okay. You know, like if we were in, like if Brandon and I like because there's how many t- how many school projects did Brandon and I put out too, you know? Like I'm just saying that like I don't think procrastination's so cut and dry.
1: Well, I mean, the thing is, is like you were procrastinating and and truthfully, I, when I was saying like, you know, like I was going back to when I was a kid, you know, what school was almost too much because Mm -hmm. it's like I had so much going on at home Mm -hmm. and, and I, I can't speak for you and Brandon because I don't know I'm not you and Brandon, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times I think that you and Brandon procrastinated for the same reason. I mean, you were so overwhelmed with living with life
0: Mm -hmm. that
1: a school project was just something that you didn't have the emotional the emotional, the the mental bandwidth sure. in order to deal with it. Where all these other kids were going home, you know, and probably had like a loving, supporting family and you didn't have that.
0: But that's the thing, though, is we don't know. But know? I'm just
1: saying, I, I mean, I'm not saying they did, but I'm just, if you had had a normal childhood mm-hmm. to where you're, you weren't trying to survive on a daily basis mm-hmm. and you were just that kid. You're like, well, I just don't want to do it. Then you know what? To me, that's, that's procrastination. But when you're, you're raised in a, in an environment where it's, you know, hostile, it, it, there's other factors to then just the sheer will of like, I don't want to do it.
0: Okay. I mean, I under, I understand what you're trying to say. But, but those, but like, okay, so like now that you're sober, do all those rules that didn't apply to you apply to you now? Absolutely. But why though?
1: Because I have the mental capacity to be able to do it. So, so again, looking at the fan that Mm -hmm. has the dust on it, you know what? It's like, yeah, I, I have procrastinated doing it. Sure. i said I was going to do it. You know what? And we start the house. And then by the time that it gets to it, you know what? Probably for some reason, I just wanted to do something else or I had something else that needed to be done. I have 100% procrastinated on cleaning that. Okay. Because I know it needs to be done, but I'm not doing it.
0: Okay. Sure. So, okay. So just continuing off of that, it says... The particular nature of our aversion depends on the given task or situation. It may be due to something inherently unpleasant about the task itself. Having to clean a dirty bathroom or organizing a long, boring spreadsheet for your boss. But it may also result from deeper feelings related to the task, such as self-doubt, low self-esteem, anxiety, or insecurity. Staring at a blank document, you might think to yourself, I'm not smart enough to write this. Page flip. Even, uh... Uh, Eve says, even if I am, what will people think of it? Writing, writing is so hard. What if I do a bad job? And it says, all of this can lead to us thinking that putting off the document and, uh, and performing another task is a good idea. But of course, the, the only compounds is negative associations we have with the task. And those feelings will be there whenever we come back to it. Along with increased stress and anxiety, feelings of low self-esteem and self-blame. So again, it's just talking about continuing like, mm-hmm. There's no reason to be putting things off, especially if there if there's something that need to be done and mm-hmm. you know you're going to be doing it, which I think is really interesting. And then it says uh, we must realize that um, at its core, procrastination is about emotions, not productivity. The solution doesn't involve downloading a time management app or learning new strategies for self control. It has to do with managing emotions in a new way. Says so basically just dealing with with the uh, the beast at hand. Okay. So
1: kind of no. So now. So now- when we started this, you said Mm. that it was a time management thing. And after reading that, are you seeing it more as like, you know, you yeah, know, kind absolutely. of like that emotion of feeling overwhelmed. Well,
0: you're looking at it. Yeah. You look at it differently instead of being like, Oh, I don't have enough time. It's like, okay, okay. Why, why do I really not want to do this? Mm-hmm. Because like finding a topic took two seconds, you know, writing this out, took like 30 minutes. I could have done this at any time, at any point, in any part of the day, but I chose to put it off. And so, it, and the reason I put it off is because the feeling I had when I thought about it. And that's the reason ultimately that I was putting it off is because I was associating that feeling with that task. And I didn't want to, bear with it until I, the very, very last moment. Uh, then when at the very last moment it came, then it has all this like, you know, all these other stressors are in. So it's like, oh, we're doing this today. You know, the time stressor is a thing. Like, do you have a topic? No, like, you know, it definitely adds on to it. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, so absolutely. So, it's you, so you associate the feeling with the task instead yeah. of the task at hand.
1: Yeah, because I mean, truthfully, I think I only asked you if you had your topic once.
0: It was a couple of times, two or three. It was, almost, it was like at least once a day when we were walking.
1: No. You don't think so? I will will challenge you to a duel over that one. Yes, I did ask you um, if you had it and you said no and I dropped it and I purposely never asked you again because I did not want to be that trigger. Okay. You know? And um, so, yeah, no, because I... Because I I can think of two. Okay. You know? Well, maybe I subconsciously did. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and here's the the million-dollar question, though. It's like... um, do you think that deep down inside you do have some sort of like negative kind of feeling towards having to do the podcast?
0: Um, no, I think, well, to be honest with you, I think, you know, because we do this at the end of the week, the, I, I just feel so anxious, I think, when it comes to this time of the day or, or this, this part of the weekend. So I get like really anxious because I, I feel like my mind's kind of just like my eyes are darting back and forth of all the other shit I have to do. So instead of taking a task that I think I ultimately enjoy, it just feels rushed. And that, and that being rushed gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I associate with that feeling with that task. And that is that is anxiety.
1: So do you, do you think it would be beneficial if we changed um, the day or the time?
0: No, so- I think it's going to have to come down to more just like a mental... Like a mental checklist, because there's I ultimately I couldn't do this at any point during the week, you know, I've I've got plans all throughout the week, and then you know it's just Saturdays and Sundays are kind of like the last egg leg. So everything that doesn't happen during the week gets pushed over into the weekend, and it's just a, it's a busy it feels like a busy marathon, mm-hmm. you know. So but so when Sunday rolls around, I'm so like mentally drained. I'm ready for Monday because it's a, it's almost like the like a roller coaster. Like it's almost like Monday starts at the peak again, and then it's all downhill. Right. So it's not so much of what day we do it. I think it's just more of how I, how I interpret the work week and how I interpret day to day. Okay. You know?
1: Yeah. Because I mean, truthfully I'm willing, I mean, I, I can change the day or the time if it, if it, if you find that there's a time that works better for you, that would ease that kind of like,
0: it's, it's going to come down to more of just a mental thing. Okay. So
1: I just wanted to let you know that I was flexible.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then the article goes into saying, it says, our brains are always looking for relative rewards. If we, have a habit of, uh, if we have a habit loop around procrastination, but we haven't found a better reward, our brain is just going to keep doing it over and over until we give it something better to do, says um, psychiatrist and neuroscientist Dr. Judson Brewer, Director of Research and Innovation at Brown University's Mindfulness Center. And says, to we, we rewire any habit? We have to give our brains what would Dr. Brewer call the bigger, better offer. So basically, it's just, you know, like, like let's just say, um, we'll just use the topic of me finding a topic again. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had found this, like, let's just say, either tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday... I would give myself the luxury of having one less task to do towards the end of the week. So it's just one less problem. I don't have to think about and it kind of alleviates that stress and that anxiety. So that's a bigger, better offer because I don't have that extra layer of like, um, Burden to to mm-hmm. take out and do, and and I think that and I think that's what he means in terms of like reward is is that feeling, you know, because we associate procrastination with a negative feeling. We need to give our bodies and our brains something more positive to look forward to, and that feeling could be, um, you know, not feeling so stressed and overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So then it says, um, in the case of procrastination, we have to find a better reward than uh, avoidance one that can relieve our challenging feelings in the present moment without causing harm to our future selves. And then page flip. And it says, uh, basically it continues with how to deal with procrastination. It says one option is to forgive yourself in the moments you procrastinate. Self-forgiveness supports productivity by allowing the individual to move past their manipulate, uh, excuse me. Uh, I don't know how was, I don't think I read this word adaptive behavior. Mela, mela adaptive. Yeah, I think that's it. Mela adaptive behavior and focus on upcoming examination without the burden of self pasts. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you don't do it, instead of being like, oh, dude, I'm a piece of shit. I forgot to do it. Or like right. that burden, you have to be like, listen, I, you know, it happens. You know, life happens. Things get busy. I had to push this off, but it's perfectly okay. I'll do it today kind of thing. And then it says, another tactic is the related practice of self-compassion, self-compa- uh, no, which is treating ourselves with kindness and understanding the face of our mistakes and false failures. And it says, in fact, several studies show that self-compassion supports motivation and personal growth. Not only does it decrease psychological distress, which we know is a primary culprit the procrastination excuse me, for procrastination, it also actively boosts motivation, enhances feelings of self-worth, and fosters positive emotions like optimism. And it says, uh, optimism, wisdom, curiosity, and personal initiative. Best of all, self-compassion doesn't require anything external, just a commitment to meet your challenges with greater acceptance and kindness rather than rumination and regret. So basically it's like, you just reward yourself like, Hey dude, like good job. You did do that. Or you did call your friend. You did, you did schedule go good your taxes, like, you know, like giving yourself that, that mental praise. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, it finishes the article and says that may be easier said and done, but try to reframe the task by considering a positive aspect of it. Perhaps you remind yourself of a time you did something similar and it turned out to be okay. Or maybe you think about the beneficial outcome of completing the task. So like, you know, like, Hey, if I get my task or my, my, um, topic done early, I don't have to think about it. And that feeling would be feel much better than procrastinating.
1: So now did you give yourself that compassion and, and kind of like forgive yourself for procrastinating on it?
0: Yeah. Once I kind of figured it out, I'm like, Oh, once I figured out like the root of the, of the problem, it made a lot more sense as to why I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, there'd be times I'd be like, well, oh, why am I even doing this? Like, I have no idea why I'm putting it off. I have no idea why I'm not doing it now when I have the time and you know, the, the energy to do so. And it was, as soon as you figure out why you were doing it and why like the, the underlying cause was, it, it made, it made total sense.
1: Yeah. Cause I just want to make sure, cause I know you get really triggered on like the feeling of be feeling like you're forced to do something. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that you don't feel forced to have to do anything. You know what I mean?
0: Um, like, do you have, like, like, what do you mean by that? Like, when it comes to, like, forced to find a topic or forced to... Just,
1: you know, everything... You know, in truth, I'm going to be completely honest, but forced to do anything that, you, that, I, that is, like, associated with me. You know, I don't want mm-hmm. it to be where you're like, oh, I have to go do my podcast with my mom again. You know, I just want to make sure that there's not that kind of, like, underlying sort of, like, you know... Almost like that might be why you're, you're triggering that emotion. It's like you feel like you're responsible or something.
0: Well, I mean, I'm responsible because it's, you know, it's, it's half my podcast as well. So it'd, yeah. be, it'd be irrational for me to like not have that feeling of, uh, of duty to show up and do a podcast. I mean, there were times where it felt more like a chore, but I think that was back when we kind of like had nothing to talk mm-hmm. about and we forced something. So I think to answer your question, my sense of, um, like anxiousness or self doubt or anything like that is that the lack of structure. I like structure. I like routine. And you know, when we don't have these topics to talk about, there's no structure, there's no Mm -hmm. routine. And it makes, it makes it very overwhelming for me and I don't like it. So when we, when we do this podcast before we were like, well, what do you want to talk about? And we're like, I don't know. And we're like, we'll figure it out. And so we had to shoot an hour and five minutes of like nothing that, that made me, it gave me a sense of dread because I was like, okay, well here's the chore. Yeah. You know, so then that procrastination happens.
1: Do you think that you're still kind of associating the podcast with that kind of feeling of like where it became a chore?
0: No, because there's more structure now.
1: No, I'm just saying, I mean, but underlying, I mean, I mean, physic, I mean, consciously, you know that there's a difference, but maybe subconsciously it's still hanging on to kind of like that, that feeling of where, like when we didn't have our subjects and it was kind of a chore.
0: No. Okay. Yeah.
1: Now, have you figured out um, any sort of like for next week's my turn and then the following week mm-hmm. is yours? Do you have like anything kind of set up so that way you don't no, fall back into No, that?
0: nothing yet. But I definitely feel like I'm, I'm going to give myself as a reward for understanding my procrastination. I'm going to give this week and let you do it. And then next Sunday when we, you know, probably when I'm surfing, I'll think about it on the ride home. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. See, because I'm thinking since you like structure Mm -hmm. and we've been recording the podcasts on Saturday, Mm -hmm. maybe have it be like by the end of um, Sunday, you have to have your your subject
0: no because I don't want to I don't want to put that that label of like I have to like I, I don't want to hold myself to that standard because life does happen
1: but that's what structure is isn't it
0: yeah but like but but to t- say be like okay well I'm going to do this and that and that like if you give yourself like this ultimatum like okay well I have to have it by Sunday and if Sunday doesn't happen and you miss it and you're like well I've, I failed mm. Okay. So, like, I don't want to give myself that parameter of failure when, but when the podcast is supposed to be fun and, and engaging. So, if it doesn't happen Sunday, like, it's okay. Like, I'll dedicate, you know, maybe in the morning when I'm showering to think about yeah. something. You and
1: know? I won't ask you, um, when it's your week coming up, I won't ask you if you have a subject. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, and um, but feel free to, you feel free to ask me if I have one. I will. Yeah. You know, I don't have one for next week, but I will. I was going to say,
0: you're coming up before me, so you should probably...
1: Yeah, no, I've been thinking about it, and um, truthfully, I was—I uh, have a couple of things rattling in, around in my head. I thought about them today okay. that I think, I, I came across a really interesting, actually a really interesting tech talk um, that I wanted to kind of deep dive into a little bit. Oh, cool. Yeah. That yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, well, I think that that's a really good self-reflecting um, kind of subject, Robert, because yeah. I know that you, you know, truthfully, if we as structured as you are, you have... Um, you have struggled a little bit with procrastination.
0: Yeah, I would say I struggle with a lot. I'd say it's one of my my biggest faults.
1: Mm, I wouldn't call it a fault. I'd call it a um, a uh, fault sounds so bad. Well, I mean, it's, it's not a po- it's not a
0: positive. <laughs> it's, it's not a, a positive, uh, you know, trait. Yeah. You know, so.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to soften it up.
0: Ah, awesome. Well, do you want to tell more to find us?
1: I do. Um, you can find Robert at. Uh, TikTok and where am I? What am I thinking? TikTok, Twitch, mm-hmm. YouTube, Sherbert on Instagram. He is Robert, Robert Pike Pike. You can find me across the board Is gray hair and tattoo with a small little YouTube of emotional baggage. I like it. All right, everyone. So I will be back next week. I will have the subject. I hope you enjoyed today's um, episode. As always, you can, um, I guess if you're listening to it, you know where to find mm-hmm. us. So yeah. we will see you next week, everyone. All right. Bye. Bye.